It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central. You show me in pursuit. But sometimes it is. Oh my God! He's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around. Look out! Look out! Look out! Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. Hey guys, Jason again coming at you from microphone four because I still haven't been moved. Oh my God. (laughs) You're by the mixer, dude. Uh, I didn't change it. I was doing it by myself. All right. My co-host Rich is here and then Don... um, What's your name? Renix is here. Uh-huh. And Victory Brand Studios. Victory Brand Studios. The one and the only. <laughs> All right. We're going to do this year things just a little bit different. We're going to have occasionally some serious stuff on here. <clears throat> We're going to even mention, like in some cases, statutes. Like if there's ever, we get like an abundance of questions that are asked of us at work. Do not misconstrue that as legal advice. Yeah, we don't offer legal advice. Because between the three of us, none of us are smart enough to be an attorney. No. Because if we were, we would not be doing what we do now. Exactly. Big facts. But you have some funny-ass shit (laughs) that put me in a bad spot. (laughs) Yes. That you need to, uh, to talk about. Okay. So we got a new guy, and uh, he's been going through our application process, and he made it through all the background and stuff. And so the next step in the application process before he can actually go out on the streets is to take the MMPI. And you guys can look that up and figure out what that is, but you have to have that in order to be a police officer. Well, and it's Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. Okay, Mr. Can know it all. I have no freaking clue what the hell that is and why we have to take it. I don't know. And it, like, it measures stuff like your, uh, like if you're a hypochondriac or not. And it lasts you're like like, a sociopath. It's like, how many questions is it? Oh, it's like, what, 600? 560. He's making shit up. He don't. Okay. We'll say it's like 500 questions and it's basically 40 questions. And of those 40, they'll ask you like eight different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird shit. Like, I love my dad. Yeah. Like, if you're a sane person, when you take it, when you're done, you're contemplating ending your life. When oh, yeah. It's going yeah. On. yeah. And that's, that, that, that was another one of those questions. Yeah. They asked you like eight different times. Do you want to harm yourself or do you want to kill yourself? Well, that's how I get done with this. But it gets yeah. like, it has weird stuff in there. It's like, it just, it gives you no context, but it's like, I like kids. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah, start like, overthinking these que- like these I, simple questions. It's like, I don't, wait, what do you mean by I that? don't mind kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I have kids. kids. Do I don't like, like them, though. It's like, no, I don't like kids. I don't oh. even like my own kids. <laughs> but is it? Wait, but is it asking me if I like kids? Like, like, like kids or just like kids? Like, what are you talking about? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it'll throw you through a... And it's all true or false. Yeah. And you can't... Like, there's no, there's no part where you can write out to the side like, Okay, so I answered yes, but <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. explain yourself. You know, it's just it's weird. But uh, anyway, so we we had got him in there, and he had to sit through this, and it's usually what two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, like before he took the test, like he was over there 
and I think you might have stepped out of the room or something, and he was talking about it, and he acted like he was like kind of worried about it or something. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, I was like, look, don't worry about it. It's not that big a deal. You'll get through it fine. I go, I only know one <laughs> idiot that didn't make it through that, so you're going to be all right. I mean, you'd have to be like a complete moron or something not to get through <laughs> <laughs> You know, trying to ease the, the pressure, the stress that he's trying to put on himself. Well, that must have been what caused it because it when you send it off, it takes about a week to get back. The people that do ours, is they, they move through them pretty quick. I think they're one of the only people in the state that do it. Um, but anyway, it, it takes about a week, maybe a week and a half, but every day, is it back yet? Did you get it back yet? Oh, yeah. Is it back yet? And I'm like, no. And then he's freaking Renix. Ask him if it's back yet. Is it back yet? And I'm like, Renix is like, hey, he wants to know if it's back. God, I already told him it's not back yet. I'll let him know when it's in. And he's like, my bad. He just wanted to know what's up. You know, he's trying to move, which is good. You want him to, you know, you want him to be ready to get out on the streets. And you want, stuff. you want that enthusiasm. Well, oh, yeah. A couple of weeks go by. I was only about a week. And then I come back over there and I was talking to him like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, ah, man, he goes, I Rich called me and said I had to come over here. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, what for? And he, he goes, well, he said I had to take that test again, that there were some some things that were like misleading or something. Yeah. That I have to take the test. <laughs> so immediately I feel like shit because I just got done telling this guy a week ago that if he doesn't get through it, he's a moron. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, I feel like freaking crap, you know. Yes. Well, then you came back around and I didn't mention it to him anymore but i felt like shit for a while because he's like man i gotta take it again and all this oh yeah we uh, uh, you, you can but and so we tell him he doesn't have to take the initial six left he doesn't have to take the six hang on i'm trying to see what he's freaking handing me here let me see the initial six uh so he has to you have the initial whatever five six hundred tests and then uh Okay. Okay. Now I'm tracking. What do you get me? So we tell them we've got to send him to Oklahoma City to do a more in-depth test, which is like 800 more questions. And we left it at that. And then he texts back uh, a little while, and he's like, "That's nuts." And uh, he had, was coming over to show us some stuff. And so I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll get it scheduled." And so like he comes that afternoon and asks me about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll call him." And you know, I'm kind of playing it off like it's not that big of a deal. Well, in the meantime, I had received the results, so he was already you know, yeah. this. So this is just being <clears throat> demented now <laughs> so i think i like kept him waiting for like two days and uh because he didn't have any gear or anything we're trying to get all that up too but anyway yes and i'm finally i'm like so when's good for you to be able to go and he's like i just whenever and he kept asking me stuff and uh i told him that they said it was inconclusive you know and that further testing was needed and he's like well what's that mean and i'm like i don't know they've got a there's a thing. Hang on. So I go back. That's what he told me. It was yeah, inconclusive. He, and I'm like, oh, shit. I just so I go, earlier he'd be a moron. <laughs> I go back and make this paper up talking about how there's a sometimes a candidate can answer the questions that paints themselves in a too like too favorable of a light, basically, that you lied. And you so you made up a whole look. letter and stuff? Like oh, yeah. Two. It, dude, it, two. Two. <laughs> Jason, it looked so real. <laughs> like, if he, if Rich had handed me that letter when I first started, I would have thought, I, I wouldn't have thought it was fake. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I wish, I wish I had that letter. No, but, uh, dude, you got to find me the one where we were, when I told him what it said. Oh, though. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh. So anyway, yeah, so it's getting deep. So I've made these letters and I get them over there and I, I keep kind of stringing them along and stringing them along. Well, uh, 
we were over here laughing about it one day. I was getting a monster over here at, at Victory Studios. And when he says we, I guess you're talking about you and Renix. Yeah, me and Renix. Yeah, because I had no idea what was going on. Oh, yeah. Says you want to make sure that that's known. You yeah, know, no, I, I had no, no idea. Okay, I found it. So, uh, one of the things, one of the letters that I had wrote, <laughs> I said, I said, uh, you know, a bunch of psychological crap. And then I was like, and that the applicant may not be suitable for working in close quarters with other male staff for prolonged periods as the test results. Test results showed homosexual tendencies and an aversion <laughs> to realistic or hyper-realistic phallic objects that may cause salivation and rapid breathing. <laughs> and I gave this to him. <laughs> and I don't guess he, like, looked at it. <laughs> I don't guess he, like, he was so stressed out that he didn't get, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I let it ride. I was like, sure, he's going to go back and reread that and be like, no, nah, this ain't right. No doctor in their right mind would say anything like that. And so he's still going on about, you know, okay, so when when can we retake this test? I'm oh like, gosh, I didn't know like, all that crap. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're, that's not even the best part about it. No. So me and Renix are over here laughing about it. And uh, he happens to be related to uh, Miss Mandy over here. And she's like, what's so funny? And so we tell her what we're doing, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she immediately, her and her husband, immediately jumped in. I started getting blown up. She sent me questions. She's like, okay, okay, so you, you need to type these out. And it's, she gave me a whole list of things. It was like crazy things of, of these questions that I was supposed to put in front of him. And, you know, like the, the 800 questions that he's supposed to take. So I call him, I call him and I tell him, I'm like, hey, I think it's like a Tuesday. So I'm like, okay, tomorrow, which would be Wednesday at like two o'clock, you need to be at this address, which is the actual doctor's office address, right? Yeah. Just in case he Googled it to see that it is a real place. And so like later on that night, I'm like, yo, 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 hey, wait a minute. I got a call from them. They said they can't do it, but she'll send me the stuff and I can do it in, in our office, but it has to be supervised and I have to videotape the entire thing. So... <laughs> I put this list of questions together and I'm walking around freaking reading them to him. And uh, eventually at the end of it, I went through like, I think 15, that was the day you were sitting there. I went through like 15 of them. I'm, I'm reading them all serious, you know, and he's got a little bubble sheet and he's bubble sheeting everything in. And then I get to the last one and I was like, do you realize that your freaking chief and your lieutenant have been messing with you this entire time? And he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and on Tuesday, I so, guess, when you told him he could take it whatever yeah i came around and the that's when i finally found out what was going on yeah but see that's that's the other part to that so miss mandy and her husband knew about it but so did his entire family oh, oh yeah. so all of them were, in, oh, they were all in on it his everybody his dad, his dad was freaking getting <laughs> in on it oh yeah <laughs> he like he even read the letter because he had read that letter to so many people and none of them even keyed in about <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> No, realistic or hyper-realistic phallic objects. That's not something a doctor would say. Nobody, dude. But in his defense, I didn't know what phallic meant until... You didn't know what subsidized meant either. Hey, hey. Watch your mouth. Vocabulary is not your strong suit. Sometimes I wonder, do you sit around with like a... Is there a thesaurus in your office? There if need, you think there of stuff, to go and look it up. And oh, see yeah. Is that it is? Yeah, it needs to be one. Are you going to freaking make it on to me for reading a dictionary? I might. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. So, anyway, that was a pretty hardcore 
you know, we do this stuff to these guys to get them to loosen up, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that what that y'all did, that was hardcore. <laughs> Dude, two letters. <laughs> Especially if you let it go by for how long? Like a week? It was you about a week. Wait. I wish. Because you talk about my vocabulary right now, but I wrote those letters. And when I wrote them, it, like you would think that somebody that knows a lot more than me wrote those letters. What I was saying is like, do but you that's type why I thought it like, was so real. Are you like, what's another word I can use for this? And then you look in a thesaurus and they're like, oh, I can use this one. And then you change it or something. Well, you know how like you'll be writing some stuff and you'll be like, you know, I arrived on scene and the reporting party advised that the suspect uh, broke into whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen a lot of things now where they're like, just talk instead of saying it like that. Yeah. Just say, you know, when I got to the address, I talked to Susan Smith, who told me that uh, whatever his name broke into the house instead of using the advised and all that crap. But I mean, you know, sometimes it's a flex when you use, you know, I ascertained yeah. my observations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, big brain. Yeah, And then you show up. Show up uh, to court looking like a dirt. And then they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> looking like a dirt. Yeah. Like, looking like Officer Doofy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the the ones that uh Rainick's cases, their defense attorneys are like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be this guy's gonna be a pain in my ass. And then Rennick shows up and they're like, There ain't no fucking way, boy. <laughs> that wrote this. <laughs> He's just he's he's in trouble though if they ever ask him what subsidized means. Yeah, I he got know. so excited. And you know, earlier we were talking about stories or whatever. Yeah, there was a good one that I'd brought up to you and or thought about, and I forgot what what the heck it was. I mean, it's not going to top the uh, testing that y'all did with that guy. Oh man! Oh, now I've done that before with other people, though. <laughs> <laughs> Several. That's been a. That's a pretty good one to do because they, you know, they hear test and they're like, "Oh crap!" And it's like you got to tell them it's like, "No, it's not like a you know like numbers test. It's not a. It's not logic stuff. It's just it's all a psychological thing. I don't even Which know. Freaks out people even more. Yeah, because it's I don't know. Well, a lot of people panic when they hear that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and I even tried to tell him. I was like, look, if Renix can get through it, you can get <laughs> <Yeah>. through it. <laughs> exactly. That should have been his first. It's like, don't worry. Yeah. Thanks for setting me as the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is not very high. Oh, and he even, uh, he even made it through without his iPad. Without his iPad? Yeah. His iPad. Made it through Cleet. Yeah, because they did all that blended academy stuff. Half oh, of it was yeah. online, half of it was in person. So he'd have to be, like, they'd be in a Zoom class, and they'd ask a question, and it's, you know, they have to participate, and he'd be, like, digging through his iPad and find it and be like, oh, look at me, I'm smart. <laughs> but, like, reading it word for word, like, that wasn't a dead giveaway. <laughs> nope. Memorized that myself. Oh. So what are you doing tonight? Where are you going? Getting beat. Where are you taking her? Nowhere tonight. That's next week. Oh. Yeah, too many kids. I know that. I wish I could get rid of them all. Shoot. Just tell them to take care of themselves for a little bit. And you know, of the family, and I read this somewhere, and Tasha does not agree with me, they say in a household that kids are a cancer of the household. 
Oh, they eat everything. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they tear all everything they do up. is take and take and take, and they provide nothing. Oh yeah, they're, they're a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> little little parasite. <laughs> like those little tapeworms. Oh my gosh, yeah. My kids were going on about something today, and I was like, y'all, because like I noticed kids these days are real vocal. Because, like, when I was growing up, you know, if you complain, oh, it's cold in here, it's hot in here, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my foot hurts. My dad has slapped the shit out of me. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but now kids today are vocal. And, like, and I was talking to Holly about that. And she's like, what? Oh, said something about made me the dick because I wasn't allowed to express my feelings. But now <laughs> kids can freely. And I'm like, that's just weird. They shouldn't do that. I know. She's when like, you're, what? Express when, their feelings? When you were a kid, <clears throat> if it was cold outside, and it was cold in the house, and you complain about it being cold. They're like, you want to see cold? And they stick your ass outside. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My dad wouldn't have had none of that. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't want this. And then like they'll do the crap where they'll you know they'll pick at dinner, and they basically you give it to them, but they spread it all around and they move it. They don't really eat anything. They make it look like make it's it looks like it. Is. Yeah. And then you know like thirty minutes later, they're like, Can I have a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you did just you, ate. Did you eat your dinner? <laughs> Freaking Xander came in last night. It's like midnight 30, and he goes, uh, you mind if I make myself a sandwich? I need a midnight snack. Since we're <laughs> already at, I was like, boy, <laughs> you don't take your ass to bed. <laughs> so that's a no on the sandwich. <laughs> Being your kid, I can definitely see him oh, doing man. something like that. I was like, do what you want. I was like, but if your mama catches you, you're on your own. He's like, <laughs> all right. Oh. <laughs> He did too, boy. He made that dude. Does and the then, reward outweigh the risk? <laughs> oh, he made it. Because uh, I went to go see. He made it. Of course, everything was strung out all on the counter. And so I'm in there doing that. And I'm like, where the hell is he? And I go back over there and I guess he heard me coming out. So he like <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. And I'm looking at him and he realizes it's mean. So he comes out from underneath and starts eating that freaking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever, dude. Oh, wait a minute. Does mom know about this? No. Nope, he's she will now. Nah, nah, he cannot be prosecuted after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Statute of limitations. Yes. She'll get so mad at me too because there'll be there'll be crap going on, and she'll ground one of them or both of them or whatever, and I will have missed whatever it is. But I'm coming in on you know the tail end of it, and I listen to it, and I'm like, Your Honor, I'd like to petition the court for every <laughs> to, to see if they would rehear the case on behalf of my client. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, you see, there's no way it could have been my client. My client clearly states that he was at Nana's when this occurred. <laughs> so you would really side with the kids? It depends on what it is. Uh, I'll say I just stay out of it. Oh, no. It aggravates her. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> she's already laid the smack down, and I'm over here getting him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> then it's always the, all right, fine. You want to do that? Do it from now on. It's all you. I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard that. I just got a call. I got it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. <laughs> you know she's been sitting there. You wait till your daddy gets home. Oh, you just wait till he gets home. And I come in and drag an ass, and she's like, "Ooh, you're lucky." Hey, babe. <laughs> just go to bed. <laughs> Something like what I used to do when I was a kid. I'd be a holy terror for my mom. I was terrified of my dad. So I'd be a holy terror for her. She'd be on the, she'd be like, I'm calling your father. Okay. Call him. And she'd call him. 
and I'd be acting like a freaking angel when I'm talking to him on the phone. I don't know what she's talking about. I didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're lucky. You're a manipulative bastard. When it came to my parents, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a terror for my mom, but there wasn't a, I'm going to call your dad because there wasn't no cell phones around then. It was a wait till your dad gets home. So then I would have to wait for hours wondering how much I'm going to get beat when he gets home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the worrying and all that. But see, and then there's a lot of that that doesn't happen anymore. Uh -uh. None of that goes on. And then that's why we have to deal. We end up dealing with people's kids. Well, a lot of time he'd get home and he, he work hard. So when he gets home, he doesn't want to bust my butt. You know, he's like, I've had enough to deal with today. I don't want to do this. But do you, like, you've had those calls where somebody's like trying to get their kid out of bed or whatever. Their kid won't get up and go to school or they're, they're, they're in a fight with their kid because they won't clean their room. And then they call us and it's like, why did you call me? And then you find out. And so you talk to the parent and then you go and tell the kids like, what are we doing here? Clean your room. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Just clean your room, dude. Calling to dispatch saying Easy. the children are being unruly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then you show up and you go up to mom and you're like, hey, I don't remember, but did we have sex before? Yeah. <laughs> and when she says no, be like, oh, so then there's no way this is my kid. So why is he my problem? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've tried to get many a rookie to say that. Oh, man. Do it. <laughs> that other one looked at you. He was almost going to do it, wasn't he? I don't know. He, he was he, damn close. I could yeah. see him trying to. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, well, that one rookie that you had that told the lady to ask about the, the space heater in the attic. Oh, yeah. I could see him doing that. Yeah. He that's would. the one. Mm. Oh, that's the, I thought you were talking about his most recent one. Yeah. 33? No. no. He's talking about a different one. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I can see him doing it. The one he's talking about worked with me today. Oh. Um. I can't remember badge numbers. I change them all the time. Yeah. Okay, now for the serious stuff, since we're talking about kids. Uh -oh. And this is questions I get asked frequently. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets it mis like nobody knows. And when you get to talking to people, they'll say, okay, now when a kid is at a certain age, a certain weight, or a certain height, that's when they go from a rear-facing car seat to a regular car seat to they can be in a booster and all that. And everybody says it different. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about was child restraints. And once again, I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. And I'm reading this. This is a – you can go and look up state statute at the uh, it's oscn.net it's oklahoma supreme court network and you can do legal research they have traffic laws in there they have everything in there y'all mm -hmm. can look up stuff on your own but if you go to the oklahoma highway safety office on their website they have a i don't want to say a dumbed down version but it's simplified mm. talk about this one right here mm. yeah it looks similar to that but it talks about uh and this is coming straight from the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. Uh, and it's for children. It says eight years and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, from zero to two years of age, by law, children under two must be properly secured in a rear-facing car seat. Must be. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that I hear a lot. They don't know when you can switch them from rear to 
forward facing. Mm. So it says under two, they must be rear facing. So the day they turn two years old, you can flip little Johnny around. Yes. And you can see his cute little face in the rear view mirror. Because mm. I know all you mamas out there, your rear view mirror is not looking at the traffic behind you. Nope. It's angled down where you can see your little angel's face. Mm. Because And they even got the, have you seen in the car seats now, they've got the, there's a mirror on the car seat where you can look from your rear view mirror to the mirror behind you. And that you way, can look in. That way you can see the rear facing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gangster. So you know they don't have that mirror looking at the traffic behind them. Million dollar idea right there, boys. Mm-hmm. So when they're under two years old, they've got to be rear facing in their car seat. From two to four years old. They have to. They still have to be in that car seat, but you can turn them around. Okay, this is where it might get tricky and throw people off. From four to eight years old, they must be in a car seat or a child booster seat until they hit eight, unless they're over four feet nine inches tall. Okay, so that's why Tasha doesn't. Yeah, she barely meets a requirement, okay. but you don't have to have a booster seat. Okay. okay. Right there. That's what. So if you're four to eight years old, you got to be in a car seat or a child booster seat unless you're over four foot nine inches tall. Okay. Yeah, she's right there at the line then. Okay. After that, when you hit eight years old or you're taller than four feet nine inches, you don't have to have your booster seat and any of that other stuff. It says a child should wear a seatbelt. A seatbelt, mm-hmm. Renix. Do you wear your seatbelt? Real, real talk. Do you wear your seatbelt? Not always. I don't either. Do you? Mm, no, not always. Now, if I get into a pursuit, I'll put it on. But because mm. then's the time to be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're you're freaking sack hanging out the window at 120 miles an hour. That seatbelt's just going to save the hell out I, of you, ain't it? It's better than nothing. <sighs> And then it finishes up here. It says, regardless of age, the back seat is always the safest place for children. Yes. But it doesn't say anything in here that they have to be. So you can be, if you've got a single cab pickup, they can be in that front seat with you, but they've got to be rear facing if they're Mm. zero to two, Mm. flip them at two to four, and then four to eight booster seat, unless Mm. they're over four or nine, then they can have a seatbelt on. So did you get run up on today? Was somebody asking you this? No, it happened last week. Oh. And there's a, and I should have pulled this up so I could have it ready. Uh, I think most fire departments do it where they actually, there's places around the state that actually will show people how to properly install a car seat. Well, see, I know that if you are in Oklahoma and you are in Pottawatomie County, you can contact, uh, was it, Lieutenant up there, and he... Uh, I believe it's Hawkins is affiliated with the car seat booster seat program. They have one through the, um, what is it? Through the under, I think it's the under center or the child advocacy center. They do that. Like they'll help people with getting car seats and booster seats and stuff. But I think that's a thing that's available in most counties. Um, yeah. And they'll show you now, like not, you can't just go to like any agency or fire department and they'll all do it. Cause they have to actually be trained to do it. Cause yeah. You know, because like, say, if you come up to me and I put your car seat in for you or show you and then you get in a wreck and your child gets severely hurt because the car seat wasn't put in right. Well, then who's liable for that? So, yeah, mm-hmm. 
That's true. You got to call and ask them first. And if they don't know, I'm sure they'll help you and show you where. And mm-hmm. and you probably should do that before you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's uh, the problem with Renix is I don't think they showed. And, hey. Oh, man. <laughs> hey. I've seen just I've seen people and it's like they're figuring out how to put that thing in the day the baby's coming home. You know oh, I mean? yeah. And it's like, it's all wonky. Like, it ain't even locked in or something's just not right. And it's like, uh, hang on just a second. You know what I mean? Like, let me, let's, let's get this squared away real quick. Or you have people that are like, I've got these extra like little clip things. I don't know where they go. Yeah. You don't want extra pieces <clears throat> on the car seat. No. Definitely not. No, there's, no, that's not like Legos. But. Um. So anyway, if y'all have questions on that, y'all can comment on wherever you listen to podcasts at, and we can try to help direct where to go to. And the last thing we're going to do on these episodes is I thought our wives were going to get on board with this, but I forgot to remind mine. Mm-hmm. And we want to end our episodes and talk about a stupid criminal. Yes. And I'd found one that I want to bring up. What you got? And like from the others later on, we'll call them and they, I don't know, they're excited about doing that. But um, that's just their thing. They have to research and find a stupid criminal. And this was in Oklahoma. Oh, boy. May of 2015. This happened in Chickasha. May of 2015, two burglars in Chickasha kicked in the back door of their neighbor's home and stole almost $4,000 worth of goods. Only one problem. They forgot to empty the oil out of the deep fryer they stole. The thieves left a trail of grease from the burglarized home all the way to their home across the street. When officers arrived and noticed the trail of grease, they knocked on the door of the burglar's home and found all of the stolen items. That's a dead ass. That's an (laughs) Oklahoma crime. (laughs) The two men were booked on second-degree burglary and concealing stolen property. That's not surprising, coming from Oklahoma. (laughs) No. But this is something, I mean, I'm sure you guys have dealt with it before. Might have been a relative of Tweak. uh, Someone breaks into a house, like in the morning time when they're still dew on the ground, and then you look and you can follow the trail back to wherever they went. (laughs) But I found this on uh, onlyinyourstate.com, and you go to Oklahoma, and it has dumbest criminals of Oklahoma, and there's a list of them. Well, that's awesome. (laughs) Hmm. Then we got hung up on Florida men there at those last episodes. There's just mm-hmm. so much that goes on in Florida, though. Yeah. Yeah, with the alligators. I know. Why? I don't know. So like much as kill the, you. So nah. much as to create a statute <laughs> for alligators. Somebody like, said, exactly. This is such a common thing. We need a law. <laughs> <laughs> we need a punishment for people that kidnap and try to chuck alligators on rooftops. Like or, th- or through drive through windows. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so that's going to be one of our dumbest criminals. Alligators are protected, but like, you guys heard that like boa constrictors and iguanas and stuff are evasive down there? Uh-uh. Yeah, you could just, iguanas just everywhere. Like, people are eating them now. What? Mm hmm. Iguanas are bad down there. Hey, aren't those the ones that like, when it drops below like 70 or something, they freeze? Yeah, they yeah. Fall, fall out, out of, of trees. trees. Yeah. yeah. And they say not to mess with them, that they're still alive. Yeah, because once the temperatures fall, 
they'll it'll thaw them out and their heart will start beating again. That's freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> They're lethargic. There was a dude, uh, it was on something I seen. He had like armfuls, like cordwood of iguanas, and they were just frozen. Yeah. I mean, he's like, oh, yeah, this one. And you, you see them falling out of the trees behind them. It's like, this has got to be staged, but it's not. <laughs> but it's like some weird temperature. It's like 70 or 60 or something. They're freaking, dude, they're thick down there. You'd think it'd be like if it was below 40 or something. Yeah. Freeze, but it was a higher temperature that threw mm. me off. And they're just <clears throat> stuck. They look stuffed. It's crazy. And they do. They're just stiff. They just lay there on the ground. I don't know. Could you imagine if we had that problem? Make it hard to mow yards. Iguanas just loose yeah. in Oklahoma. Just falling out of trees while you're mowing a yard. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Take your mower in and get it serviced. Oh, I was going to end the episode on that one, but I've got to do this one. This is uh, number six. I thought it was a top five, but I guess this is a bonus one. Mm-hmm. Two thieves accidentally dialed 911 just after they robbed a house. They were discussing the jewelry they stole and other details of the crime. Police were able to track their cell phone and caught one of the suspects at a pawn shop selling the items. How did they track their cell phone? The thieves were targeting homes of grieving homeowners, and they would check the obituaries in the paper and then rob the homes when the families were attending the funeral. See, and that's a big thing. I actually saw something on that, and it was advice from uh, you know funeral people or whatever. And it's like, this may sound weird, but make sure you lock everything up. If you know what I'm saying, because yeah. people will do that. They'll wait till the. Well, I, and I found, and mm. I guess it, you know, it's a known thing. I had a guy that I talked to on a call one time that was, he broke into a house and his phone was broken, but you know how, well, he didn't have service turned on to mm-hmm. it, but you know how on phones you can still call 911. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime you dial 911, since it's an emergency, it, plots your location that way if you can't talk or something and we need to get to you we can find you oh that's handy well this guy was calling me using 911 and he was saying that he wasn't in the house said that he was in like oklahoma city or midwest city or something Mm -hmm. and i talked to the dispatcher and they go hey every time he calls us it shows he's in that house (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there we go another oklahoma dumbest criminal what was it i finally told him yeah and I finally told him, I was like, look, stupid, I know you're in there. Every time you call, it tells us where you're at. Oh. Well, what was <laughs> and then going he finally, on? He finally yeah. told me, he's like, if you knock on my door one more time, I'm going <laughs> to, okay. Okay, wait a minute. <clears throat> wait a minute. We need some backstory on this. Yeah. Now, what? What? Go. What ha- What the hell happened? I get that he called you 911, but what was the lead up to all this? Well, there was... We, I can't remember. Somebody had called and was telling us that there was someone in their phone or in their phone in their home, and the person that was there, they were they were like related, mm-hmm. but this person had been trespassed from the home because. <clears throat> all right, I'll back up. It's like it was two brothers, and this home used to be dad's. Mm-hmm. One brother got the home, mm-hmm. and it was in his name. Okay. The other brother would break into it and steal stuff okay. and sell it. Makes so sense. he was trespassed. Okay. Well, they went to go buy the house, and brother's truck was parked there, and they couldn't get inside, and they could hear something. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, he goes, I know it's my brother. I know he's in there. His truck's right here. I know he's there. Mm-hmm. So that's what started the whole thing. Huh. And then the, the brother that was inside was calling 911 from a dead phone? Yeah. Why was he calling 911? 
because I was trying to get into the house to get him out and of there. And he was telling you that he you better there. quit. Yeah. But he called he called 911 <laughs> telling me to tell the dispatcher to tell whoever is at the house trying to get in to stop. Well, he knew that we were there because he said he could see us on his cameras. And then he said, and you tell whoever disconnected my camera on the house to plug it back in so I can see y'all. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this really happened? Yeah, and I'm standing there, and I looked at the guy that owns a home, and I go, is anyone living here? And he goes, no, it's vacant. And I go, so you're okay with me unplugging your camera? And he goes, yeah, I don't know why that's there anyway. So we had disconnected the camera. My fucking head hurts. So <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> Oh yeah, this was it was plug a, my camera one. back in, damn it! <laughs> yeah, I want to see what y'all are doing. <laughs> I ain't coming out. I ain't even here. <laughs> in Oklahoma City, <laughs> get out of here! <sighs> I ain't coming out. No, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm That's not here. Good shit. <laughs> All right, I'm getting threatened. Oh, I gotta go home. All right, <laughs> we're First, gonna close this one you out. You sound excited because I'm gonna go eat. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks. You have been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code05.co. That's Code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page patreon.com slash code zero five be sure to use the digits zero five thanks for listening to code zero point five